Yeah, that's right. Coming in hot. Episode 53, Michael and Jack are back on Shed Some Light here. Hoping that everyone out there had a fantastic weekend. Happy Monday. Uh, Jack, how was your weekend? Great weekend, baby. Victory Monday. We're drinking undefeated Miller Lights right now. ETSU Bucks, baby. We're 1-0. Let's go. Yes, sir. Go. Yes, sir. That Big win. Yep. Big win. And uh, we will definitely be jumping into that in our sports dump. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Get a little Bucks football recap. That's what you like to hear. Um, before we jump into the sports dump here, another quick PSA to any and all of the listeners. Shed some light official sweatshirts. Still some available. Get them while you can. Hit us up on social media there if you would like to purchase one. Um, again, as I've said in the past here, limited sizes and limited colors are still left. Not too many of them. Uh, so get them while they're hot. How about that? Yes, sir. <laughs> um, how about that? How about that? Let me see. Yeah, that's about all I needed to talk about at the start here. We can jump into sports. I just got a couple other notes for uh, dumb thoughts at the end of the episode. So, okay. Monday sports dump. I'm letting you take this one away. Okay, so I really this is only sports because it involves sports. It's not like a sports event that happened. But I saw this tweet from ESPN, and this was maybe one of the dumbest tweets I've ever seen. Like literally in my entire life. Okay. Why are you looking over there? Do you see this too? I I don't know if we're talking about the same one, but I have another thing to bring up. Kind are of. you talking about the ESP or the Michael Jordan ESPN tweet? Oh no no no! I have a different one. Okay, so the Chicago Bulls tweeted out. Um, their tweet was well, let me bring it up. I took a screenshot of it because it was so stupid. Okay, you're offered five minutes to score against Michael Jordan one on one. You're given ten chances, and this is prime MJ. If you fail, you won't be able to hear music ever again. Would you lace him up? And SportsCenter tweeted it and said, gotta take the risk, right? Question mark. Fucking wrong. <laughs> You're not scoring. What the fuck? No one is scoring against Michael Jordan in his prime one besides legitimate NBA players. So Why the fuck would anybody try that? So they have five minutes? Is that what you said? No, no, no. You're offered $5 million and you have 10 chances. Oh, yeah, no, not going to happen. And then if you don't do it, you you can't listen to music for the rest of your life. No shot. Got to take the risk, right? Fucking wrong, dude. No one needs to take that risk ever <laughs> because any normal person is not scoring against fucking Michael Jordan in his prime. No, not at all. That is such a dumb bet. I was I literally saw that and I and like First of all, the bet itself is stupid. It, like, it should be like you win one billion dollars, yeah, or you can't listen to music. Yeah, then I'd be like, oh, one billion dollars. Like, maybe I'll check out. Maybe I'll lace them up then. And that's still a maybe, right? Five million dollars, never listen to music as your two ends of the bet. That's dumb in and of itself. Oh yeah. And then what's even more dumb is fucking Sports Center being like, I mean, you gotta lace them up, right? Uh, dude. No, you definitely no don't. regular person should ever take that bet. Right. Ever. Right. The only people that should take that bet are like people who like maybe people who are in the G League and then people in the NBA. Yeah. yeah. Then you can take that bet. Yeah, that is that's absurd. I saw that and I was like, this is the stupidest tweet I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay. just, you know, get that one out real quick. So, so I'm going to jump over to mine real quick because mine – is kind of along those same lines, and I just want to get your opinion on this or if I'm looking at this as a complete idiot here. So this was back on Friday. Um, Barstool Chicago put out a blog, uh, and the title of the blog is, What is the Bigger Chicago Sports Fuck-Up? The White Sox trading Tatis Jr. to the Padres or the Bears drafting Mitch uh, ahead of Mahomes and Watson? If that does not have the clearest answer in the history of clear answers, I, I don't know, like, what am I missing here? 
I don't know what you're going to say. Trading Tatis to the Padres is like on a scale of zero to 10, like a, a two in my book. Like, granted, it would be great to have him on the team, yes, but I, I don't think that the Sox would be at this point, like in their current roster construction without that. No? What? Are you dumb? Do you fucking realize how good Fernando Tatis is at baseball? Yes, I do understand that. I think that that pales in comparison. And do you realize do you realize do you realize who we got back for him? Uh James fucking Shields. You know who he is? Probably not because he sucks. <laughs> right. But he did suck. I no, I understand that. But I'm saying that that trade pales in comparison to drafting Mitch ahead of Mahomes and Watson. I don't think I don't really think it does. Because like hindsight 2020, sure. But when that draft, when that NFL draft was happening, there wasn't a clear cut favor. Like people forget that. People talk about like like Patrick Mahomes, like he was like Jesus Christ himself coming out of college. There were still a lot of questions around him. And there were many like legitimate NFL analysts being like Mitch Trubisky is the better court. Sure, hindsight being 2020, it's a massive fuck up. But like Fernando Tatis was like a highly rated like prospect coming up, and we traded him for a fucking bag of dirt. <laughs> I I understand that. Part. And now Fernando Tatis is legitimately the face of baseball. Yes, I do understand that part. But I'm just saying, Deshaun Watson was coming off a national championship, and I think a Heisman or a Heisman finalist. Like if if you're looking for proven facts, just go ahead and pick him. Whereas. I, I just I could not even believe that those things were mentioned together because, in my opinion, yeah, Tati's being traded to the Padres is like a two out of ten. As you're you're only saying that because the White Sox are like good, right? And I'm saying that that is that is kind of one of those sliding doors moments where, um, remember, like a couple off seasons ago when the White Sox were trying to get um, both like Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, right? We would have had to dish out a ton of money to get them and then probably wouldn't have the the money to spend on all the different position upgrades that we made. That's just kind of how I'm looking at that one. Like it, it just okay, but see, here's where you're wrong. Because you're talking about money that we had to spend and then we wouldn't have money to spend on these position upgrades. Dude, realistically, we haven't spent money on position upgrades. We have every we we have like the twenty first like salary in the MLB. Like we're paying nobody, dude. We just have them on like like club friendly deals for like long periods of time. We still have a fuck ton of money to spend. So like Fernando Tatis, I, I don't know. I'll take him any day of the week because he's the goddamn face of baseball. And we traded him for legitimately someone who had like a four five ERA for us in like thirty starts. <laughs> so like if you're talking about like what's a bigger fuck up, they're both really big fuck ups. Yeah. I guess so. And I, I think I think I agree with you in the fact of like, yeah, the drafting Mitch one is probably worse, but they're like very comparable. Yeah, I mean, you're making an argument for it. But like I said, when I first saw that, I did not see any argument the other way. And that was just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see the argument. Yeah. I still think you're right in the answer of trading or – Drafting Mitch is a bigger fuck up, but like, I mean, there's a very good argument to be had. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Glad we cleared that up. I appreciate the insight. Well, <laughs> speaking of it, let's talk a little White Sox. Let's. Uh, I have heard nothing but great things about Dylan Cease and Michael Kopech out of spring training. Yep. Like, very, very good things about Michael Kopech, too. The hair's still long. Hair still long, Michael Kopech. I swear to God, if you cut it, I'll stab you in the neck. LLL Kopech, long don't, luscious locks. Don't cut it, you son of a bitch! I swear to God. <laughs> uh, but I've heard, I've heard nothing but good things. Like I want to say it was like Dallas Keuchel or somebody the other day was like, yeah, he throws upper nineties with ease. Like he'll easily be breaking like a hundred, like 
like with ease during the season, yep. which is what you love to hear. Yep. Um, and then also there was a report that a report that came out the other day that Garrett Crochet has added 15 pounds of muscle. So his fastball going to be looking clocking in around 160, 170 <laughs> miles an hour. Uh, well, speaking of Garrett Crochet, shout out to him. Uh, got engaged this weekend. Yeah, let's go, baby. Big time, big time. That's not the only ring he's getting this year. Hey. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm i just so excited for baseball to start. It's February 28th, man, first spring training game against the Milwaukee Brewers. Let's yep. go. Six days away from the time you're so listening to this. So a week, week from today. Yeah, week from today uh, is we're recording. Yeah, a week from today when we're recording. Yep, yep. Um, so, hey. Excited for White Sox baseball. Let's go, baby. Let's go. It means warm weather is right around the corner. Uh, I already got warm weather, brother. Yeah, uh, don't don't let me forget. I have a kind of warm weather dumb thought at the end that I haven't written down, so help me to remember that one. You want to hear the forecast for the week here? Yeah. In Johnson City? 48, 54, 63, 62, 46, 57, 57. Yeah, um, we hit. I think we hit thirty this past weekend, and, and it felt warm. We hit. I mean, it was probably fifty-one today. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we broke thirty. And it was the first time, like above uh, twenty in a long time. So yeah. heat wave, baby. <laughs> oh, it's warming up there in indiana that's right that's right all right i'm just gonna get into it now then sit and not do it at the dumb thought part but i was uh driving today and i was thinking like it seems like every year around this time is when i just like get the itch for it just to automatically flip to summer like i just cannot wait for warm weather being outside going to the lake baseball games like i'm just itching for that right now that was your dumb thought yeah, it wasn't really a dumb thought, just a general statement. Seems like you and, you and every other person in the entire world. Mid February every year, it just kind of bam. Give me I'm pretty sure it's just called spring fever, dude. There's a name for it. It's like you want you want the weather to be nice after it's been shitty for a long period of time. Congrats. <laughs> I think being a normal human. I think we're supposed to get uh yeah. Next weekend, mid forties. How about that? Wow, dude, you guys are lucky. That's what I'm talking about. That's big time. <laughs> yep. So that's uh, that's what I got there. Any other sports you want to touch on? Um, I mean, we could talk about the big big win from this past weekend. Yeah. So fill us in here. Box, baby. Yep. Fill us in on this big dub. Uh, you know, playing Sanford hadn't beat them in three years. Uh, came out of the gates didn't look good. No. Down fourteen, nothing, almost immediately. wasn't wasn't good, you know. Back of my head, I was like, "Damn, I really hope this turns around." But it was one of those games where we fumbled three times in the first half, all in the red zone, and it was one of those things that, like, we go into halftime down seven. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think everybody kind of knew in the locker room. They're like, "Hey, man, we played a really shitty half, and like, we're only down seven. Yeah. And, like, we got the ball coming out of half, so everyone kind of knew it was like, hey, like, let's go take care of business. Go down, score, tie up the game, hold Sanford to a field goal the rest of the game, and then shout out to big Julian Price, 60-yard tutty, said, give me that. And then shout out to big JP and Dono on the defense, baby, with the pick, seal the game. JP tips it up in the air, Dono with the catch, let's go, baby. ETSU Bucks were one and That's Big what win. I'm talking about. Big Let's win. Let's go. I uh, I was telling you before we started recording. Um, I could not figure out how to stream it, so I was listening to it on the official radio home of the Bucks AM six forty. Uh, took me back to some <laughs> real throwback days finding Hell the yeah, AM dude. station on the radio. Um, but yeah. the uh, color commentary guys were hilarious. That, that was really? a pretty dynamic duo. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was one of those things. Where it was really weird playing full February, like meaningful football, but it was also awesome. Like I'll take football any day of the week. So, so being able to play, you know, your first game, dub. It was definitely one of those like shake off the rust type of things, because I knew our defense was really good, and seeing us give up two touchdowns right away, I was like, whoa, wait a second, 
Like, yeah, some something's not right. And then they they locked in after that. Okay, so that's what I wanted to to ask you about. Um, one, what was it like watching football in February, live football in February? And two, what was it like being in the stadium? Because I miss being in football stadiums so badly. It's been well over a year since the last time I was in a football stadium, and I'm sure that was just a glorious experience. Yeah. Okay. So watching football in February, it like you could have told me it was like October, and I would have been like, "Yep, sounds <laughs> good." Like it didn't really, it didn't really like feel weird. Yeah. Like I, I know like people were like talking to me being like, yo, is it weird like watching football in February? I was like, uh no, dude, watching football is watching football. It's still fun. I still like to do it. Like it's just fun. It's it's a good time. I'll take it. So it was awesome. And then the state being in the stadium was great. Uh they have, you know, thirty percent capacity or whatever. So there were fans in the stands. I was on the sideline. Great time. Great time, baby. Boom, baby. That's what you like to hear. I feel like I feel like, um, you know, it kind of works for you guys down there playing now because like, I was just trying to think of like, imagine like, you know, like the big 10 or some conference, like up in the North trying to play football right now. Like we've still got well over a foot of snow outside. Like imagine, yeah. imagine like a Wisconsin Northwestern game taking place right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that game, that game ends like, like 13 to 10 and it's just running the ball the whole game. Yeah. It's like 500 rushing yards. Yeah. In yeah (laughs) so yeah yeah. but uh another another little just not i guess it's not a fun fact but it was something that happened uh one of the samford wide receivers uh dislocated his elbow and let me tell you it didn't look good his hand was facing the wrong way i'll tell you that Did, did you guys have to go out there for that I didn't have to go out there for that. The oh. same like athletic trainers did, but it happened and I could see it. Ooh. And I was like, Oh God, how you doing? Yikes. Not good. Not what you want to hear, especially not in the first game for that kid. Yeah. And I, I didn't really know like what he did, but I, I found out today it was just a dislocated elbow. But like, because like all I could see was like, he like, it was his right arm and he, he was like the left side of his body was facing our sideline. Mm-hmm. And he like, did one of those things where like, you know, when you're in pain and you like roll as you like scream almost. Yeah. And he tried to like roll, but his arm was just like, so like messed up oh. that when he like faced our sideline, it was just like dangling there. And I was like, Oh, ah, ah, not good. Not good. Not Yikes. Good. And then like, you could see like some of like the players be like, do like the hands on their helmet, like, Oh God. And like turn away, and I was like, "Ooh, yikes! That is not, not good. good for that. Not good." So, I, I heard, I heard that he uh, is doing well. He got in and out of the ER before they had to leave. So, good. You know, hopefully, wishing that kid a speedy recovery. I was going to say thoughts and prayers out to that guy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, great to get a win. I want to give a couple of shoutouts. Elijah Huzzy on the defense, big game, baby. Yep. Interception, huge punt return. Uh, and then obviously Julian Price, great game. Quay Holmes, shout out to Quay. Great game running the ball. So what you we like could to have see. ran on that team all day. I don't know why we didn't, but shout out to Quay. All right, uh, let's do a little look ahead on Bucks football. Uh, I'm assuming next game is uh, this upcoming weekend? Uh, no, we actually have this weekend off. Oh, the week so- two bye. Yeah, so we have week two bye and then um, seven games in a row. Whew. So we play uh, Wofford next at Wofford. Oh, road game. Okay. March 6th. March 6th. All right, road mark game. your First calendars, road. everyone. Mark your calendars. I'm going yes, to have to get back to uh, AM640. Check that one out on the radio. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, you good now? Any other sports you want to touch on? Hey, that's it. Bulls, Hawks, Bears. Bulls, Bulls are winning. Yep. I saw a report, and I don't know how like credible it was, but it said the Bears were uh, the leader right now to sign J.J. Watt. And like I said, it'd just be the most Bears thing ever. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Uh, did you happen to catch uh, Notre Dame men's basketball this past weekend? No, but I heard they blew a 20-point lead. 20-point lead. Um, 
with six minutes left to go in the game, they had a 98% chance of winning. No, that's no rain basketball for you. So that's a little tough. Not what you want to see, but. Solid. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, getting a little bit closer to March Madness. That's about all I can say. Boom. <laughs> all right. Let's grab some Miller Lite refills and we will be back with. What the heck are we doing next segment? Oh, uh, my, my um, Super Bowl bet. Oh, yeah. And, and, yep. That too. Yep. Okay. We'll see you after the break. Boys are back. Segment two here on Shed Some Light. And um, this is me paying off my Super Bowl bet. Um, if you remember a couple episodes ago, uh, we did a rock, paper, scissors for uh, to pick our teams in the Super Bowl. And uh, loser of the bet then had to do a 10-minute segment all by themselves. So my 10-minute segment today, um, I'm throwing it back to a favorite of our childhood games. Uh, actually, as we were talking about just before we started recording, I wish this game, like I wish we could still play it today. I'm sure there's still a way to. but uh, You can play it online. Okay, there we go. So uh, that is nothing else other than the great backyard baseball. And uh, I'm going, I pulled up a gameplay on YouTube here, and I'm going to be commentating it like it is a live baseball game. Working on my color commentary. I really hope Pablo Sanchez is on one of those teams. I'm going to be honest with you. You hope he is or isn't? He is. I mean, he's the GOAT. I'm pretty sure he is. I I, uh, checked out the lineups beforehand. Um, And today's matchup is actually between the humongous Giants uh, taking on the crazy Hornets. So it should be a pretty good matchup. Go, baby. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Let's uh, get into this here. I've got the backyard baseball on mute. And uh, here we go. Let's get into it. So uh, it looks like the top of the first inning here, Amir Khan on the mound here. Uh, One of the Khan brothers, one of the best pitchers in the league here. And uh, we are waiting for Dante Robinson, center fielder, to step up to the plate here. He's eating a hot dog pre at bat, so you know he's locked and loaded. It was a full burger, dude. It wasn't a hot dog. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, it looks like he is uh, lining up to hit this one square to left. The pitch comes in. It's a curveball. Dante, swing and a drive. It's foul. Uh, 0-1 on the on the count here. Dante coming off um, with uh, coming up to bat with some greasy fingers here. Not sure how that's gonna play for him. But uh, Amir Khan throws a second pitch. Another curveball outside of the zone. Dante swings. It is a dribbler, and uh, Ashley, the catcher, gets it and uh, throws it over to first base. He is called out. I would argue that that looked like he could have been safe there, but one out. Up to uh, up to the plate, we got my boy Kenny Kawaguchi, the pitcher, batting second. Uh, Amir Khan still on the mound. Two pitches and uh, already got one out. Kenny takes a practice swing. He's looking to hit it again to left field here. Another curveball outside of the zone. Kenny swings, and that's a strike one in there for Amir Khan. That pitch is crossing the plate at at least 42 miles an hour. Kenny Kawaguchi, interesting to see a pitcher batting second here. Another curveball from Khan. Kenny swings. It's a drive. It is deep, but Stephanie, and, oh, Stephanie, it hits her head. Stephanie at shortstop cannot come up with the play, and Kenny is safe at first. We got right fielder Pete Pistol, Pete Wheeler coming up to the plate here, and uh, he's currently facing the wrong way. He steps across the plate into the batter's box. And uh, again, this it, this team really likes to hit it to left field. They are coming up with a close stance every time. Khan throws the curveball. Big swing and a miss from Pete Wheeler. You felt the breeze on that one. He uh, swung so hard that he actually spun all the way around. So uh, Amir Khan is wheeling and dealing up there. Another curveball in for Pete Wheeler. Pete pops it up. It's back. It's back. Stretch ball. And it's foul. Pete Wheeler down in the count 0-2 here. Pete's actually coming in. Um, Hearing he's having some off-field drama here. Could be messing with his head. Uh, Pistol Pete back up to the plate. 0-2 count. Curveball from Khan. It's a swing and a drive, folks. Swing and a drive to short right center. And it gets past Lisa. Lisa cannot make the play. And Kenny Kawaguchi is wheeling himself to third base. That's a stand-up double for Pete Wheeler. Oh, he's still going. 
Kenny Kawaguchi is wheeling himself home, and Pete Wheeler is at. Oh, Pete Wheeler hits it inside the park. Home run. Let's go, Pete Wheeler. And uh, who is that? The Giants are up. The humongous Giants are up two to nothing. Oh, and we have a battle of the brothers. Amir Khan on the mound. Ahmed Khan at third base at the plate here. Again, looking to drive it to left field. Looks like they've identified a weakness out there. And uh, Ahmed fouls that one off. It looks like Keisha Phillips is out and left today for the uh, crazy Hornets. Really, uh, the Giants were really looking to exploit a weakness out there. It's what it seems to be, at least. Ahmed back up at the plate here. Uh, another curveball from his brother, Amir. It's a ball, but he swings. And he keeps on swinging. He just took four practice cuts in a row right there. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Another curveball coming over the plate. He takes it for ball two. Two balls, one strike, one out here in the top of the first. The Giants up two to nothing on this beautiful day here. Ahmed steps up to the plate again. Another curveball from his brother Amir, and he fouls this one off. That one's in the grandstands, folks. Hope your cars are not parked anywhere close because that could be a fender bender. Ahmed steps up again, two and two count, another curveball from his brother here, and uh, called ball three. That's a questionable call at best right there. We got a full count. I would be calling a timeout if I was the coach, but what do I know? Amir Khan with another pitch. Oh, and he gets the strike three. Call this ump is blind. Hey, we got two outs in the top of the first, and Ahmed is not happy. He just shrugged and plays the bat like a guitar walking off the field. What a guy. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for, the greatest of all time, Mr. Pablo Sanchez. (laughs) Pablo Sanchez steps up to the plate here. And uh, again, he's looking to exploit that weakness in left field. And uh, he gets a first pitch ball from Amir Khan. Amir is up to 14 in his pitch count. One strikeout, two outs here in the top of the first. Giants leading it two to nothing. Looks like another, uh, ooh, a slow sweeping curve gets uh, Pablo ahead of the count there. Looks like that one crossed the plate at about 37 miles an hour, so I don't know what he was looking for there. Pablo sits on it and fouls it off. One and two count. Mr. Sanchez does not like being behind, but uh, I'd say he's he might be like the Nick Madrigal of the game, where he does better with two strikes. Here comes a pitch here. Pablo swings. He drives it. Oh, that is gone. He got all of that one, folks. We'll see you next year. That one is a home run. The blimp is flying over as we speak. He's the goat. Pablo Sanchez takes that one yard, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely demolished it. 371 feet clear across the street. That's why you hit it to left field, folks. Short fence out there. Wow. Let uh, Pablo... Bask in his glory there. He just touched home base. And uh, the humongous Giants up three to nothing. Top of the first here. And uh, Amir Khan is rattled, to say the least, on the mound. Absolutely rattled. We got our first baseman, Ronnie Dobbs, literally hopping up to the plate as we speak. Ronnie is pushing at least 52 pounds. I think he's been in the weight room this offseason. Legs are looking a little bit uh, more filled out than the last version I saw him at. Another sweeping curve from Amir Khan. 30 of those pounds are just his head. <laughs> One of the biggest heads in the game. People actually questioned if he had what well, you've taken some juice in the offseason, but we'll leave that one to the experts here. Uh, ball two there. For, uh, no, sorry. Ball one from Amir Khan. It's a one and one count here. Still top of the first two outs. Ronnie Dobbs steps up. Another curveball. He drives this one square to center. I can't tell who the center fielder is, but she's making a run for it. And, oh, it falls over her head, bounces off the wall. Ronnie Dobbs is going for a double here, folks. He's going for a double. He will have no problem making a double there. Stephanie, the shortstop. Oh, oh, Ronnie Dobbs is caught in a pickle, but he made it back to second base. Nothing like getting your heart rate going in the first inning here. Ronnie Dobbs with a stand-up double. Tried to stretch it into a triple there. We got, uh, oh, the catcher, Angela Del Vicio, stepping up to the plate here. Angela is, uh, you know, one of the strongest bats in the game here. She looks like she's swinging the 18-ouncer today. A little extra power behind it here. So uh, pitch coming in from Amir Khan. Angela swinging a drive here. It's a line drive to Stephanie at shortstop, and she's able to make the out. The Giants put up three in the top of the first here, and we'll be right back with the Hornets taking the bottom of the first. 
Three errors by the Hornets, by the way, in that first inning. Three of them. Not what you want to see. All right. We got our boy Kenny Kawaguchi on the mound today for the uh, Giants here. Up to bat first for the Hornets is the right fielder, Lisa Crockett, long-lost daughter of Davey. And uh, we'll see how she fares today. Kenny's coming in with, what is that, a five-pitch sequence here. He shakes off the curveball. Throws the slow ball, and it's fouled away by Lisa Crockett. Kenny's known for his heat, uh, but he looks like he's coming in with the right hook on the pitch number two here. And wow, Lisa was way ahead of that one. She was looking for the heater right there, and that came across the plate at 27 miles an hour. Kenny Kawaguchi, strike three, sit down, Lisa. We'll see you tomorrow. Nothing like getting the first uh, at-bat strike out there. Three pitches, one out. Next up, we got our third baseman, Annie Frazier. Annie's uh, rocking the rainbow shirt and orange hat today. It's one of her uh, favorite looks. Kenny's going with the inside slow ball on his second pitch here, and wow, gets Annie swinging again. You could feel the breeze on that one. Kenny's actually added a sixth pitch in because he's really feeling himself with the corkscrew ball here. He's going with another inside slow ball. Annie takes this one, pops it up. Angelica at catcher there. Looks like she's making a play. Easy. Two outs right there. The uh, Angela. What did I say? Angelica. Oh, Ang- Angela. Sorry. Making the play there. Keisha Phillips, the left fielder, who uh, the Giants really want to take advantage of here at the plate. Coming up, uh, she takes first pitch strike there looking. She uh, looked like a statue up there. Did not even want to move. Kenny, uh, Kenny's really feeling his slow ball today. I heard from him uh, during pregame warmups that he was dialed in on that pitch. And uh, he throws it for strike two. Again, Keisha, it's, a, it's not a sword up there. You can uh, go ahead and swing it. Kenny uh, looking for the fastball maybe right down the middle. What, what are we feeling here? Fastball outside. Can he do it? Three pitches, three strikes. The side is done. Kenny Kawaguchi is feeling himself today, ladies and gentlemen. First inning is over. Keisha is laughing because she could not believe how she got diced up right there. 3 nothing. end of the first. And that, my friends, is where we were going to call it before we get into the second inning here. That was 10 full minutes of backyard baseball gameplay. That was something. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> that was exhilarating. Let me tell you what. I think I might have a future in radio. I was gonna say the opposite. I think you don't have a t-shirt radio. <laughs> Give me a little bit more pizzazz, brother. <laughs> what? I wanted you to start making up stats. I, I, was... wanted to, I wanted you to start coming in. I wanted you to start coming in. Mikey Thomas, shortstop off the bat, known for his speed, not so much his power. <laughs> uh, not that type of, type of guy. Bad two ninety seven last season. Let's see what he's got today. <laughs> Give me something. I was giving you some miles an hour. I was uh, not prepared for how fast the at-bats changed. There's no, It's not like uh didn't give you much time to talk in between at-bats and pitches there. I was also, I was also, I was waiting for the comments on how they approached the batter's box. Ahmed Khan air guitar away from the batter's box after striking out. You didn't say a single word. I commented on that. Yeah, but it was it was like on uh, Ahmed Khan very disappointed as he hops back to the dugout. No, I, like, I come on. I definitely as he shreds the bat on the way back to the dugout. <laughs> Ahmed Khan strikes out, and Amir gets the better of the Khan brothers this time. <laughs> that was actually pretty fun, though. I think uh, we could maybe make that a once a month type of segment. <laughs> Commentating on a backyard baseball game. Yep. Down. Really, uh, it, it can be leading up to baseball season just to get all the listeners ready. Dude, I'm telling you, I would be a great commentator on this. <laughs> See, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be swearing, and that's, I, that's something I would like to bring up. I think it'd be so much funnier if commentators on like national broadcasts could swear. Yeah, it would be so much funnier. I think that they should just make that like an alternate broadcast. Yeah, like you, you can have the national broadcast, like like what we're all used to seeing, but then you can also get like the home teams each broadcast like the home feeds and those people are allowed to say whatever they want you know what i'm saying yeah like one of the ones that like sticks out to me is um 
when Paul Canerco got drilled with a fastball in the nose and then stayed in the game and then hit the home run off the guy his next at bat. Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine Hawk Harrelson in that situation if he was allowed to swear? Like, way back, fuck you, let's go. <laughs> Take that, you bitch. <laughs> like, that'd be so much funnier to just hear, like, the raw reaction of a commentator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Suck at you, fuck, let's go. <laughs> I, uh... I was expecting to get through more than just one inning in 10 minutes. The uh, Giants... The fucking Hornets didn't have three errors in yeah, the, the first the inning. Giants man, really did a, the Giants really did a number on in the top half of the first there. We we really, we really saw all we needed to. We saw Pablo Sanchez take one yard, yeah. as usual. That's, I mean, he is, he is the GOAT. That's worth the price of admission right there. You know who I'm pissed isn't on either one of these teams? Is uh, Dmitry Petrovich. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm glad we got to see the staples. Pete Wheeler, Keisha Phillips, the Khan brothers. Kenny Kawaguchi's kind of underrated. Yeah, in the wheelchair, he's kind of lethal. Mm-hmm. How about Pete Wheeler with the inside the park home run? Yeah, was not expecting that one. He definitely... I mean, uh, he's got some power, but he's also got some wheels, too. He, he, I was going to say, he lives up to his name. He, he's wheeling and dealing, I'll tell you that. <laughs> So maybe we'll come back to that in the future if you want uh, some more backyard baseball content. We could get behind that. Sydney Weber. Are you still watching? I'm just yeah, I'm just reading <laughs> off people's names. And and I would oh, also dude. Like... By the way, fourth fourth error in the next inning. Oh my goodness! By the whole. Not good. Not good. Uh, I would like to say backyard baseball was by far the best of now. Backyard Dante sports. Robinson's got a hot dog. Oh, there we go. There we go. Sorry, what were you saying? That backyard baseball was by far the best of all the backyard sports games. Yeah, followed closely by backyard basketball. Um, I don't remember backyard basketball as much. I only do because Dmitry Petrovic would just pull up from half court all the time. He was lethal. Uh, yeah, I think I was. I, I definitely played backyard basketball and, and backyard football, but baseball was by far the best. Oh yeah. Even though I feel like there wasn't really like a point to it. Like I didn't, did you play like a league or whatever? Like I feel like we just kept playing games left and right. Yeah. Just single games, just, you know, for the love of the game. (laughs) I forget, I I forget the name of the park that they were playing at in this game here, but uh, not my choice of, of ballparks here. I believe it is called tin can. Tin or can, something like that. Tin Can Alley. Yep. Oh, wait, no. Wait, they're picking it right. The dirt yards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like the uh, the yard. I was, with- a big, I was a big steel stadium with the pool in left field. <laughs> we are brothers. I was about to say, I like the one with the pool in the outfield. <laughs> and then uh, what was the other one that was like really good? Hold on, wait. They pass it. Oh, Ekman Acres, which was the one with the, the fence in left field. It was just like somebody's backyard. There was a swing set over the fence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This tin, this tin can alley that they're playing at now, they got that gigantor wall in right field. It's just no, a this building. Is, this is called Dirt Yards. Oh, Dirt Yards. Yeah, Dirt Yards. Just a big building in right field. You can't hit home runs over there. Pablo Sanchez. His nickname is the Secret Weapon. Pablo the Secret Weapon Sanchez. Pablo does not speak any English, it seems, but he knows the language of baseball and knows it well. Simply put, this kid is good. Yep. Can't argue with that. Let's go, Pablo. <laughs> the goat. Yeah, that was good first, stuff. He was the first pick, first pick in the draft. Of course he was. He's the, he's the greatest of all time. Kenny Kawaguchi, nicknamed the K-Man. Don't let the wheelchair fool you. Kenny's a fantastic baseball player. Is a sure-handed outfielder and a speedy base wheeler. <laughs> oh, and runner. Base wheeler. <laughs> Let's go. Dude, this is Pete Wheeler. Nickname, Wheelie. Point Pete in the right direction and tell him to run. <laughs> no one will catch him. And his mighty swing is legendary if he makes contact, that is. Dude, I love these little descriptions of the people. We have to go. We got to start reading these. <laughs> Ahmed Khan, the Axeman. Oh. When Ahmed isn't rocking out with his headphones on, he's a pretty solid player, definitely a power hitter. 
he has a younger brother named Amir. Ahmed is the older one. That's okay. interesting. Okay. Where are you finding these profiles, by the way? When they're picking teams, they pop up. Oh, oh. Ronnie Dobbs, nicknamed Spud. Ronnie Spud likes to Dobbs. be treated like a big kid, and once you see him in action, you'll think he deserves it. Ronnie's strong arm is a bit of a surprise for such a little fellow. Shout out to Ronnie Dobbs. Spud Dobbs. I like that. Lisa Crockett, nicknamed Mud Dog. <laughs> Lisa the Mud Dog Crockett. She stinks. No one knows much about Lisa, but they do know this. She is all business, and she has a mean left hook. <laughs> Get out of town, Not Lisa. Lisa Crockett. <laughs> All right, who we got next? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you done? Yeah, those are that. That would be a, that would have been a fun job back in the day, writing up the oh, well, <laughs> well, bios for backyard baseball players. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that would have been awesome. I feel like we actually could have been pretty good at that. <laughs> oh yeah, we would have been solid. So that was good. That was good. Um, do you want to get in dumb thoughts? Do you want to wrap up that segment there, grab some refills? How do you want to finish up today's show? Let's wrap it up there. All right. We will be back. We're going to grab our Miller Lite refills round three. We'll catch you after the break with dumb thoughts and wrapping up today's episode. That was crisp. That one really picked up on the microphone. That was a good crack right there. That was crisp. That's how you like to end the show. We're Ending this one strong here, segment three on Shed Some Light. And uh, we're wrapping up this Monday episode with some dumb thoughts. I only have one. Jack's got quite a few, so I'm interested to see how this goes and where it takes us. Do you want me to go first, and then you just rattle through yours, or how do you want to do this last part? Yeah, let's do that. You go first. All right, so my one dumb thought um, involves the mall or malls in general, okay? Um and, you know, with the all being relatively recently, I would say in the last five to ten years or so, um, the Tesla stores in the mall, what the heck's yeah. the point of those? Sell Teslas. <laughs> like, like who, who goes to the mall? Like, you're passing, you know, oh, we got Starbucks and then we got uh, Abercrombie and Fitch and, oh, I think I'm going to go buy a Tesla. Like, what – they couldn't get any other stores in there or Tesla actually thinks that that's a good business model. I don't, I mean, it obviously is. They're smarter than us. I just don't get it. Maybe it's like impulse decisions. And it's like, you know what? Maybe we should just buy a Tesla. I, I would love to see if they like, cause like, I, I think of that. I don't know when, like, does someone just like go to the mall and be like, yeah, I'm buying a Tesla today. Yes. I, don't know. I mean, I guess they kind of have to. Well, like, if not, then Tesla wouldn't even put them in the malls. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just don't understand the, the, the thought process behind them. Maybe it's just like – maybe it's just like cheaper. Like what's the difference between having like a, a, that place in the mall and then that place like is a standalone building? Well, you know? Well, what I'm saying is why don't they just have a, like a normal dealership? Like, why don't you see, like, a Chevy store? Because because it's probably cheaper. And they could still get the same amount of, like, business, probably. I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, I feel like Tesla's is, like, the one type of car where, like, you know what you're getting before you even get it, you know? Yeah. Like, you can't, like, can you, like, customize them online, buy them online? Yeah. So it's like you, you basically already know what you're getting, so there's no real need to have, like, a dealership full of Tesla's. And there's like there's like what only like two or three models of it. Yeah, I think like three. I don't really know. So like, it's not like one of those things where it's like, hey, like have all the like the like nine different cars that we have out on our lot. You know, it's like what the fuck would a Tesla lot look like? It's just a bunch of the same car. Yeah, in different colors and a couple different options. Yeah, like so. I guess it's in in a way it's kind of smart where they're like, yeah, like I'm guessing if if you wanted to like buy like a dealership and buy that like piece of land and building. It's going to cost more than like a place at a mall. Yeah. Would be I guess my so. guess. I guess so. And see, that's the point of this segment here. We take something that we have. Yep. We, we take something that we don't understand. 
We talk it out, we discuss it, and then we try and rationalize it. So that was good. Thank you for the insights. Okay. Now I got, I'm going to break into mine real quick. <laughs> I'm excited Let's for these. Ready. Okay. So one, not really a dumb thought, but like something I, uh, like a video I saw the other day that I was like almost mad at myself that I left off top five of the OG internet. Okay. And it is uh, Super Hot Fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, rapper. yeah. That was just an all-time early internet video to the point of where it got so big that they had Chris Rock as the other guy that was doing <laughs> a battle against. Like, people forget that. Like, just, like, in the middle of it, like, it was just a bunch of random dudes, and then it got so big that, like, Chris Rock was like, yeah, I'll be the other guy in that video. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's a good one. A little bing boom. Bada bing bang, boom! <laughs> and then the gif that comes out of it of like the guy running across the screen, he's like, "Oh yeah!" And, and jumping back into like the whole group <laughs> of friends, like it's still it's still good today. And like I don't know why, day, but I was like, dude, a little super hot fire is always a good one. He's not a rapper, but I'm not a rapper. Yeah, that's a good so one. I that's just a- wanted to, I wanted to I wanted to bring that one up. I like it. Very remiss about that. Okay, so this is kind of like a dumb thought, but I'm also adding someone to my shit list. Ooh, okay. Um, I am adding my autocorrect on my phone to my shit list. <laughs> okay. Um, because it sucks. Why? It now changes. So, like, I'm fine with it if it, like, if I'm typing a word, like, kind of in a different way than normal and it switches it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm saying something where I'm, like, I don't want to type, like, the I-N-G, so I just type the I-N, and yeah. it switches it to the I-N-G. Like, I understand that. Yeah. And, like, that kind of gets under my skin, but it's, like, you know what? If it doesn't have the G, it's technically not a real word. So, like, you know, Whatever. that's fine, right. I guess. Right. It now switches the fucking word good to goof for me. Like, it autocorrects the word good. I'm like, dude, fucking stop autocorrect. Okay, mine's, mine's the opposite. Mine goes from goof to good. No, mine goes from good to goof. And I'm like, fucking, I'm like, half the time I'm typing sounds good, and it'll just switch to sounds goof. And I'm like, <laughs> none of that makes sense. Why, why is this happening? Like, why do you keep switching a word that is spelled correctly to goof? So like, Stop doing that. So you want to hear uh, an off- like a little tangent of the autocorrect story here back, like legitimately when we got our first iPhones um, first or second, I don't, I don't know which one it was. Um, Sierra got into my like autocorrect settings. And so it, I've just, I've never like had the desire to go back and change it back. So when I type in the word, hello, it autocorrects to fetch. See, that'd be something that I would I would switch like almost immediately. Like I I just like I don't say hello that often in a text, and it, it like every time I'm just like oh I really should change it, but then I'm just like nope. So when I type hello, my phone switches it to fetch. Dude, yeah, but okay, so like that's like something where like she like went in and switched it herself. I didn't switch anything, and I don't know why it keeps doing it. <laughs> and I don't know how to change it either. There's got to be a way. Because, like, I've gone into, like, the autocorrect things, and it doesn't have it as, like, one of, like, the preset things that you can, like, tell it to change mm-hmm. to. So I just keep texting people, sounds goof. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, dude, this sucks. Like, I didn't change this. I don't know why it changed. Ooh. The police are after Sorry you. Sorry if you hear the sirens. <laughs> um, yeah. We should – uh. We should put in this week's tweet that this is a goof episode and see how many people catch it. We got a goof episode for you. Goof episode, baby. Let's go. Ah, God, fuck my autocorrect. All right. <laughs> and that's my shit list. Okay. All right. So next thing I want to talk about, and I want to make this very clear that I did not do this. Okay. But I thought about doing this and audibly laughed. Oh God! All right. So, so I want to get your take, and it's this is mainly more of a guys like thing, not not a guys thing that like guys do, but it's 
you know, looked at as, as weird if guys would do it. But I was like thinking about it. I was like, man, this is probably like pretty comfortable. And I'm I'm talking about sleeping like Winnie the Pooh, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, am I supposed? I think I know what you're talking about. Do you? I think so. I'm not a hundred percent sleeping with a shirt on. Yeah, but nothing down low. <laughs> um, so I want to make this very clear. I didn't do this, but <laughs> I thought about it last night and like audibly laughed to myself and was like, "Dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. That honestly sounds pretty comfortable." Okay, so I guess then I well yeah. So what are you asking? Like my opinion on this or? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I just want to know. I don't know. Um, when in the summer, I generally sleep reverse Winnie the Pooh. So shorts, but no shirt. And yeah, like, I mean, I sleep like that every night. I feel like that's normal. I feel like shirt with no yeah. shorts is weird. And I don't know really how I feel about that. <laughs> But like, I feel okay, like so like kind of what I was going with is like, you know, like there are people who like sleep naked and it's just kind of like accepted. It's like, yeah, that guy just he's like, mm, I don't know, it's kind of weird, but he just sleeps naked, you know. I've never done so that. So what? I know, I know you haven't, but like other people do. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So then, like, why is it like just massively <laughs> frowned upon for like <laughs> someone's pop top on real quick? <laughs> It's just such a weird combo. It's like I, like... I like calling it Winnie the Pooh, too. It's funnier that way. It's such a weird combo that, like, I feel like at that point, you might as well just not even have your shirt on. Like, there's really no point. Maybe it's just one of those things where, like, you're changing your pants or something like that, but you don't have to change your shirt. And you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to bed. I, I don't know. Which, dude. to be honest with you, is exactly the situation I was in last night. I had like a big baggy shirt on, and then I had jeans, and I was switching. I was going to switch into shorts, and I took my pants and underwear off, and then I like <laughs> laughed, and I was like, oh, dude, sleeping Winnie the Pooh. I might do it. And I didn't. I didn't. Oh man! When you first brought that up, I thought you were talking about like a sleeping position, and I was like, "Dude, I have no idea how Winnie the Pooh sleeps." No, I'm just talking about the outfit, the little, you know, shirt and no shorts. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I've it, also I've also never slept naked, and I just feel like it'd be very freeing, but I don't, I'm too scared. Yeah, yeah. Knowing my luck, uh, if I were to ever try that, that would be like the one night that like the fire alarm goes off or something happens where like you got to just get up and get out. Just walk out naked, dude. <laughs> no way. No shot. Not now, not ever. Not now, not ever. <laughs> All right. So that's something to ponder. If uh... Sleeping Winnie the Pooh. What does everyone think about that? Yeah. Let us know. Okay. So then – Kind of my last one, and I'm debating if I want to add this to my shit list or not, but it's a callback to last episode of uh, – I believe it was last episode when I talked about how I'm, I think I'm scared to finish TV shows, mm -hmm. and I'll just sit on the last episode mm -hmm. or like the last couple of episodes. So when I was talking to you about that, I had four episodes of the series that I was watching left. Okay. And I, like uh, I want to say – it was like Friday. I had like most of the day off. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to bang out the last four episodes all in one sitting. Like just knock out four hours of my day right there. Okay. Right. So like I said, I'm watching, I was watching a show called The Order and it only has two seasons. And so I was on the second season and like it was like a Netflix original. And so I bang out three episodes. Right. Okay. And so in between the third and the fourth, I went on Google to type in, uh, you know, like the order season three, I was going to find out if there's like eventually going to be another season, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And then like, you know how on Google, when there's like commonly asked questions, they have those little like drop down things. Yeah. You can like click an arrow and it pops down. So one of the questions was, was, is there an order season three? 
And by the way, spoiler for everybody, there's not. And uh, so this is where it comes to uh, adding basically Google to my shit list, but I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to or not. Okay. So the thing is, is, is there going to be an order season three? Click on it. And then the, like, the thing is like the title of the article is like writer of the order tells plans for future or whatever. Click on it. Bang. First thing it says on there is a tweet from the, uh, like the writer or whatever. Okay. And it's like, there will not be a season three of the order, but if there was, and then just ruin the last episode for me in the tweet, like just tells me what happens in the last episode. And I was what? like, well, what the fuck? I was like, you can't do that. I was like, you can't fucking put the ending to the last episode in the drop down thing of, is there going to be a season three? So now have, have you watched that last episode? No, I'm just not going to watch it. <laughs> Fair. Fair. And this is where it goes back to me being afraid to finish shows because it just got fucked over in the end. Yep. Yep. It was, it, dude, it literally, like, it could have answered it with, like, boom, drop-down menu. Is there going to be a season three? No. It was, like, drop-down menu. No, there will not be a season three. But here's how season two ends. And I was like, well, what the fuck? It's like, come on. Yeah, so I understand your frustration there, but then like I also could make the argument of you shouldn't do that Google search until after you finish season two. I'm not googling. The, I'm not. I didn't type in what happens at the end of season two. <laughs> no, I, I, I in, understand. Is I there going to be a season three? Yeah, that's it. That's all I needed to know. And instead, the fucking director is like, no, but also here's how season two ends. <laughs> two separate tweets. Yeah. It should have been like, hey, we're like sad, but there's not going to be a season three next tweet under that. If there was going to be a season three, here's how it would have went. Yeah. It doesn't have to be in the same tweet because like the second like and, – and like who's ever going to be like, oh, just stop reading it. The second I fucking see <laughs> like here's what would have happened, I'm going to read that. Like I'm not going to not read that. Right. Like, right. Stop. You've yeah. already seen too much. Yeah, you're so, not like, wrong. It's just perfect, like, you know, just my life where it's like <laughs> I'm scared to finish a show and then I'm like, you know, I'm going to sit down and finish a show. And then what happens? That show just gets fucking ruined and then I'm out. Yep. Yep. God, fucking damn it, man. <laughs> now you just got to move, on, move on to the next show. Yeah, I don't know what my next show is going to be. I need a very bad show that's just wildly entertaining. We need some listener suggestions for shows to watch. So I started watching Lucifer. Yeah, I haven't seen that. There's actually not too many shows. It's about like. So. I actually kind of like this show. Yeah, it's about like the devil who like comes to L.A. and then lives in L.A. and owns a nightclub. Oh. And he like starts to like this female detective, and they solve crimes because he has like the power to that people tell him stuff. And then he doesn't even try to hide that he's a devil, but people keep thinking it, like they always just think it's a joke. Mm -hmm. And so like, they just don't get it. Like, he'll be like, no, like I am the devil. And they'll be like, ah, you're handsome as a devil. And he's like, oh, like, thank you. <laughs> and then they'll be like, how did you get shot? And not like, uh, not like die. And he's like, well, like I'm immortal because I'm the devil. And they'll be like, oh, okay. But like, really, like, how'd you do it? Yeah. He's like, yeah. I've been telling you all along, dude. Like, I am the devil. Yikes. And so it's like pretty funny, but also like a nice like twist on it where they're solving crimes and everything. So we've only watched two episodes of it, but hey, it's another show that's pretty bad, but entertaining. Have you? Which is right up my alley. <laughs> Have you checked out that uh, Cecil Hotel or Hotel Cecil or whatever it is on Netflix with the uh, Elisa Lamb? Murder no, but I've like I haven't seen the documentary, but I've done and like I've heard about it enough, and I've done enough research in the past, like watched enough like videos on it that I'm like pretty sure I know what happened. All right, like I do know what happened. I I watched the first episode. That's as far in as I am currently. But uh, have you seen like the elevator video? Yes, they showed that. Yep, it's weird. I mean, it's weird. Yeah, but I don't think it was like. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like a cut and dry case, in my opinion. 
Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know. I feel like I kind of want to watch the last three episodes. I think there's only four total. So I kind of want to watch the last three, but then I'm also like, yeah. eh, do I really want to? I don't know. Eh. Eh. <laughs> we'll I could ruin it for you if you want me to. Like, nah, Google that's it all right. Me, so. That's all right. <laughs> um, anything else you want to get to on this Monday? Nothing. That's it. No. All right. Well, that is where we are wrapping up this Monday episode of Shed Some Light. Thank you all for listening. Uh, if you haven't yet, please give us that five star rating and review. Also, check out the description of the podcast. It has all of our links to social media. We would appreciate the like and the follow there. We will catch all of you for our Weird Wednesday. Have a great week this week. And in the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.